0: Oh yeah, I'm Barry Moran, and you're listening to Mayo Are Back. Howie lads, Con Moore here, Mayo Are Back.
1: Look at guys, you're listening to one of the best podcasts
2: I've ever heard, it's Mayo Are Back. Angelina Nugent speaking, just wanted to say,
0: uh,
3: Mayo Are Back.
0: Hello, this is Kim Jong-un, and welcome to the Mayo Are Back podcast. How do, Pope Francis here, Mayo Are Back. Mayo are fucking back.
3: Let them
2: say what they like about Mayo people, but Mayo supporters are the best supporters in the world. Mayo Are Back.
3: ¡Meo! Hey, oh.
0: Hello there, how do-do-do, and welcome to the third replay edition of the Mayo Are Back podcast. You find us here today, we're here at Fiddlemaster Blind Kiernan Roundabout in Longford, County Longford. We just stopped off there for a few minutes. We thought it would be a good a time, as any, I think, to stop off and record a little bit of a podcast. So, sitting round the cart here today, we've got TJ is with us again. Safe and sound. How do? How do, TJ? You're very welcome again. Sitting across from the table here, we've got JP here. He's not quite with us here at the minute. He's just gone up to the top of the fiddle master blind Kiernan statue here. He's just tying a big Mayo flag around its head. Uh, He'll be back with us presently. And sitting to my left here, we've got our latest new star of the podcast. You've heard from him before. He's a massive fan. He's been sending in tweets galore here in recent weeks. Father Frank, you're very welcome to the Mayo Our back podcast
4: thanks very much Fat Larry
0: it's great to have you here yeah I suppose there's only one real place we can start here and that's looking back to the big game last weekend a wonderful win for Mayo
2: it was brilliant it was amazing to watch them in action it was touch and go there for a long time but wow they really pulled it out of the bag what a team what a team they are
0: they're an absolutely fabulous team we're so proud to have them it was great to see as well so many uh, players stand up and be counted in the game I suppose they've been guilty in the past of you know some players leaving it to one particular player to get all the scores but that wasn't the case last weekend
2: no no there was a fabulous spread on the scores you know there was some lots of different goals coming up from different areas across the pitch and you really would have to say fair play to the Mayo ladies on their win great oh. win
0: against Cork Donegal which took place in Cork so they advanced through to the All-Ireland semi-final and I just like to go on the record here in the podcast and say we're very proud of our ladies footballers here at the Mayo back page I think they don't often get as much airtime as they do deserve but this week credit where it's due a fantastic win and we will be there for the All-Ireland semi-final against Cork in Donegal in two weeks time so well done girls so at this point we uh, we sent our roving reporter TJ he headed out into into Crow Park on Sunday let's see what he came up with
1: here we are now we're
0: landed in Crow Park we're standing on the hill crowd is building nicely
1: atmosphere building up quite a bit unchanged teams from Mayo and Kerry We had to give a last minute prediction. Mayo by 35 points at this stage. I'm very, very confident. Teams are going around for the parade here. The Mayo fans are going wild. Oh, we're after getting a quick look. A quick look at Tom Parsons, he looks absolutely fabulous, so he does. Gorgeous, gorgeous guy. Look at, you know, we find ourselves at half time where it's 11 points apiece, fabulous first half. There's two guys from Kerry behind me, real interesting guys, real excellent commentary on the game, real joy to listen to, it has to be said, but we're going well. Do I think we're going to do it? My God, we will. Shea takes the free. It's caught by Edo on the square. He's driving out with the ball, and it's over. We're going to do it all again next week, folks. There'll be another day out for both Mayo and Kerry. It is on a heap on the ground at the moment. Dirty, dirty play from the Kerry men, no doubt. And the GA are the real winners here today. They'll make an absolute bomb from tickets for next week. But no doubt Mayo inbreds will all be back as we go at it again. Mayo do do
2: do. Well, look, there you have it now. I'm only just about recovered from it myself. It was an unbelievable day out. Great to be a part of a strong Mayo following on that on the hill there. And you know they were they were loud throughout. But again, there was a talk to me, uh, TJ, uh, uh, the chanting. Uh, uh. The chanting, chant watch Chant watch from the match the last day We had almost entirely Mayo, Mayo, Mayo You know, the the podcast has given its thoughts on it before We're not here to, you know, change the world Or to reinvent the wheel or anthem. There was a small pocket of Mayo supporters Who stayed back well after the full-time whistle And erupted out into this famous chant Mayo, doo-doo-doo Mayo, doo-doo-doo Mayo, doo-doo-doo Mayo, doo-doo-doo
0: What a special moment that was, guys. Do we remember it? Absolutely, TJ. And I have to say, just going back, I haven't heard as much um, doo-doo-doing in Crow Park. Probably, listen, you're probably going to have to go back to probably 51, I'd say, with the last time that we heard that level of chanting in Crow Park. And definitely, I think now something's going to have to change. We've been going one way for a long time now. I think we're going to need to change it up on Saturday for the big replay. And I think we can look no further than the doo-doo-doo, I think.
2: I think it's the way to go. And now let's look ahead to that replay against Kerry. And in order to look ahead, we must look within. And within the performance last Saturday, which isn't really looking backwards. It's in fact looking looking within. So let's look within at Andy Moran and that performance from that guy. Wow. We have Father Frank. He's an Andy Moran super fan
0: wow yeah guys i must say if you could only see father frank's facial expression here as uh tj mm-hmm. eulogized andy moore and i mean it's a sight to behold but can i just for a minute if you wouldn't mind i'd like to be a little bit serious here i know at the podcast we <coughs> tend to at times we tend to um you know we don't take things too seriously we say some things that you know At times might not be completely accurate. At times? Yeah. But I want to go on the record here and say that Andy Moran's performance against the Kingdom last Sunday was one of the finest performances I think we've ever seen from a player in a Mayo jersey. I think... Let us be the first to say here at the podcast, we are extremely proud of Adney Morning and we would like to thank him for his continued service to Mayo GAA. He's had plenty of good days and no doubt he's going to have two more great days this year at least.
5: I'd have to disagree with you there now. I thought... Andy, like, he's getting all this praise, but, I mean, the goal he went for. Like, Andy's this old man, and he, maybe it's his old age that's getting to him, but there was a perfectly good opportunity to fist the ball over the bar. Fist it. Go Fist it. Yeah. And he goes for this wild shot at goal, and he's, he's awful lucky he's gone in, and I think that's why Rochford took off Cullen Boyle too. Absolutely, I mean, a yeah. perfectly good opportunity to
0: fist it mm. over the bar, and for some reason just decides to go for a goal. Talk to me, JP. Would why do you think this Mayo team is not scoring more fisted goals?
5: I don't know. They're just not practicing the fist. They need to close the fist and fist it. Fist
2: now guys, I really, really fist it. I really, I really do hear what you're saying, but I, you're not paying any credit to one man who did fist the ball over the bag, wow. Tom Parsons. Through Dreamy
5: the, Tom,
4: gorgeous Tom. The, Tom. Wow. Uh,
2: and when you're talking about Tom, you're talking about a guy with, you know, he's a fabulous guy. he got a gorgeous curly head of hair. And he'd remind me of a former Mayo player, a great... Jimmy Joan Allen. Oh whoa. From Cross the Malina. So at
0: this point of the podcast, folks, without further ado, we're gonna hand it over to our latest panelist on the podcast. Sitting over here, he's been very quiet. Father Frank, you've got some breaking news.
4: Breaking news is right, Fat Larry. I am just in from my Toyota Carina where I spent three hours sitting outside the sport lawn, waiting for Tom Parsons to arrive at Mayo training. Now, Fat Larry, as you know, I'm currently the parish priest of Dungarvan, County Waterford, so I only get up maybe two or three times a week to watch the players go into training. About 10 to 7 this evening, who I thought was Tom Parsons, came rocking up to training. His long, curly, luscious locks popped out of the car, and to my amazement, it wasn't Tom. It, (gasps) It wasn't Tom Parsons. Standing there in front of me. Six foot three, wearing his full two thousand and four long sleeve All Ireland final Mayo versus no, Kerry kit.
0: It oh, couldn't well.
4: be the great Jimmy Nallon. You've heard it here first. Oh. From Mayo <sighs> are back exclusive. Wow, Jimmy Nallen has made his long awaited triumphant return back into the Mayo twenty six. Father Frank, are you absolutely there. certain? I am positive. Under one arm, he was carrying a five liter container of deep heat cream. You could smell it from Balavaria. in his left hand. Was a pair of yellow woolen Makassa gloves soaked in treacle for the job at hand this Saturday, Fisting. whatever the conditions may be. Now, let me tell you this, ladies and gentlemen Jimmy Nallen is in fantastic shape. He's been swimming up and down the River Deal since early February. His morning routine consists of going up and down from Cosmolina to Lacherdon via the summit of Nathan, and he is ready to dance at the edge of the square with Kieran Donahue this Saturday at three o'clock.
0: But I think it's fair to say that if another fellow Cross Malina player took uh, a leaf out of Jimmy Nallen's books and maybe spent more time swimming in the River Deal, maybe this Mayo team might be, you know, if that happens, maybe we're on the right road.
2: Yeah, we could well be on the right track there now, it has to be said. And I'm just going to quote the old adage. It's an old Mayo proverb that says, James Nolan, Kira McDonald, Cross Malina. Daylight come, we don't want to go home. Mayo, Mayo.
4: Sam
0: Maguire's coming home to Mayo. Now there's an interesting sad I was talking to, um, a well-known source who I have who, I suppose he'd position himself probably outside the inner circle of Mayo Ga, but he'd probably position himself somewhere in the middle of the wider Mayo Ga circle. And he did make the point to me as we were leaving Crow Park there on Sunday that Mayo have actually played as many minutes in this year's championship as Jimmy Joan Allen has curls on his Mayo head. 6,000. 6,000 minutes, yeah. Um so do we think that that is going to come back to haunt this Mayo team heading towards the replay? Have we got too many miles in the clock? Have we got too many curls on our head? No, I don't think either of those are going to be a problem for us whatsoever.
2: But one thing that is going to be a problem with this Mayo senior team is them following the page. Mayo players, if you follow this page, there's a good chance Rochi will find
0: out and drop you you must be mad even listening to this podcast you're putting yourself in jeopardy of being dropped 100% listen there's been a couple there's been a worrying trend going through here at the page the last few weeks prior to the match against Roskam and the replay we had an instance where a, a, a well known Mayo All-Star defender followed the page at approximately half 12 at night i mean that's very worrying and the trend continued on sunday when we had a good friend of the page here we're not going to name him but he had a he had a cheeky little of the page and when he probably should have been in bed
5: Followed with his left
0: foot Well he didn't do that anyways on Sunday because management obviously had different plans in mind They brought on different wing backs I don't know if those substitutions were particularly fruitful I suppose we could probably, at this point I suppose We could probably discuss who we thought was our sub of the match
2: Yeah we're going to get right down to the sub ratings here And we're going to, uh, we'll give you the nomination So first up was Patrick Durkin. Wow, Patrick Durkin never stops working. That's true. It's been said many times before, and it really was true to like the last day. And when he came on, and he had that shot at goal. You remember that warm up shot? Everyone in the crowd stood up and said, "Well done! What what a brave, what a brave boy you are to shoot from there!" And then the second time around, he stuck it over the bar, equalised the match for Mayo. Over the bar. Good performance
0: have from Patrick. Decided not to. Yeah, so I think Patrick Durkin is our first nomination. My nomination for sub of the match from the All-Ireland shamey Filin draw on Sunday is our good friend, The Bird, who made his very first appearance on the bench this year. Such a fantastic display from Barry. I suppose it's good news for him. I, I was talking to my sources there who... Broke down his contract with the, the 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 car garage from Castle Baron. they did say that they would be able to sort him out with some sort of a a horse and cart for next year. Now that he did make the bench, so I think it was a very fruitful day for Barry. He emptied the tank, he made a few great runs up and down the line there, and we were uh, we were very happy to see him back in action.
2: The third nomination there now is Connor Loftus from Cross the Malina, Kieran McDonald's nephew. He came on and just had an outstanding one minute. We know this guy is so much potential and if he stops going to the Barry filling station Ambushum still- can I say if he stops going to these fast food and cheap gas outlets and started going to Mace Supermax they the driving fuel behind this Mayo team Mace Supermax keeping Columboil going for 42 <laughs> minutes every match let's hand out the award the award goes to Patrick Durkin from the Castlebar Mitchells Club and the Mayo team. He was our sub of the match. And on Pat, we have a live interview with another Pat.
0: Pat Holmes. Pat, what did you think of your namesake's absolutely stunning performance off the bench on Sunday? Listen, guys, you know, myself and Noel, we were watching the match at the weekend
2: and wow, Paddy Durkin really stood out. He's a fine guy. I've worked with him in the past many times before. Some would say I actually gave him his big
0: break back in 2015 and see all the good that did for me. Oh, Thanks for that, Pat. We'll talk to you next week. So let's talk about that, I suppose, looking back to last weekend. You know, I think in last week's podcast, we discussed the threat of Kieran Donaghy in the air. And as it turned out, he, you know, I suppose, played a very sort of a different game. So we're probably going to have to change our approach heading towards the, the replay on Saturday. TJ, did you think that Mayo's positioning of Ado XI at full-back, did that work?
2: You know what, I think it worked
0: phenomenally well.
2: And if you can just take a quick look over here lads at the big screen and the tactics I have here before you, this shall prove my point. Look at Edo movement here, the way he's marking up on Donaghy. If I can just pause that footage for one second and rewind it back. Look at yeah. that. Look at that simple step there that he does, just to close off that angle.
0: I think if you if you freeze the footage there, I think if you look to the stand, I think you can see um, you can see Mick Barrett in the crowd.
5: Pan around there for the sideline. I Mick. Yeah. Oh yes. There he Sounds is.
0: True. I think that's a. Uh, He's looking well. Oh well. He is. He's got a. Uh, I think what it's fair had. to say he went. He went with the uh, the Willie Joe Padden look. In the end, we were unsure last week.
2: He did well. It's great to be able to do this, lads. It's great to you know finally get use out of the the large screen projector there that we got, so we can do our little tactics boards. Probably Thank not you. Tommy Goonin for that. Thanks, T G. Probably not the best for the listeners at home, but very Listen, effective here in yeah. studio.
0: And may we're back have proven once again that we don't need uh, we don't need uh, subscriptions from our listeners to buy top class touchscreen. Uh, touchscreen technology so let that be a lesson to all other uh, media outlets out there sky
5: to win the mayo ga lotto once will do the trick but if you look at some of that footage lads there is
2: a bit of a space there maybe you could be looking for somebody maybe an inch taller than aid no shade to go in there at fullback friend of the podcast barry moran the bird at fullback on donahy
0: I think so, yeah, I mean one thing Barry has, I suppose that Aiden doesn't have is that real he's got that real lightning pace. Barry has also played at fullback for many years, um, with his club, um, the Castle Bar minstrels, and I have to say he's um he's definitely would be my choice to go in there and put it up to the big man on front of the goals next Saturday. We may not have mentioned it here at the past before, but we are lucky to have those uh the players who are absolutely flying In every sense of the word right now. Um, And surely that will make all the difference in the replay next Wednesday.
2: And with not much else left to do, we've looked back on the game last week against Kerry. Now it's time to look forward to the game next week against Kerry.
0: Would we make any changes for the big match? Fat Larry. There is two changes I'd make in particular. Now last week on the podcast we discussed... The possibility of changing the Mayo management. We discussed potential options outside of the panel, but this week I'd like to suggest to people inside the panel who I think could assume the role of Mayo main jurors ahead of the game this Saturday. And those uh, players I think are the O'Connor brothers, Dermot yeah. and Killian o'killian I think they would make great managers, and I definitely think they would be put to better use on the sideline in a joint managership capacity heading into the big match on Saturday. And Where do you see Stephen Rochford's role in this team? Well, I think Stephen Rochford, looking ahead to Saturday, I definitely think um, we could put Stephen Rochford onto the Mayo Waterboy team. I mean, we've discussed it here in the podcast previously that I think that the the Waterboys just haven't been, you know, they've been leaving water bottles on the field and players have been falling over water bottles. So at this point of the podcast, folks, we're going to have a look at some of the local newspapers. We're lucky here in Mayo, despite it being a very small county, we're lucky to have three of the finest newspapers in the country. And I was reading there, there was a very interesting article uh, with Stephen Rochford after the match in the in the Western Mayo uh, Telegraph. And they did uh, make the point that Stephen lamented this conceding. Of two sloppy goals in the match last Sunday, I think it was very interesting that Stephen would be would have reacted that way to two goals.
2: You know, look at they conceded two of the sloppiest own goals ever in the All Ireland final last year, and I didn't hear him lamenting them. He was obviously happier about those than he was about
0: these. Interesting, yeah. Um, what have you got over there?
5: How do? Just looking here at the leaving set results and fair play to all that got them. But again, we have to kind of come into the discipline of the team again and. Not for the first time, he's been featured on this podcast. But Fergal Boland, Fergal Boland, has been spotted out on. He was out and about tonight, yeah. Out not and about only, clubbing
0: in Knock, I believe. Knock,
5: Claremorris, Kilkenny, and Foxford. For some reason, he was doing guest appearances, kicking balls, but also having pints out celebrating the Leaving Cert Results and Rochie again took wind of it and didn't like it And
2: all of this comes off the back of the last two weeks where we've had the story about him climbing Crowpatrick
4: and the story about him going to Knock Yeah, I mean, whatever about climbing Crowpatrick I was three hours into my boiler room set as part of the Leaving Cert Results celebrations at the Basilica and Knock last Wednesday and Fergal Boland <laughs> was still up the front, jiving away I mean, that is no... Behaviour for a senior inter-county footballer to be at at this stage in the championship.
2: And in my paper review, I picked out one article and. Uh I found it very interesting this one comes from from the G A notes of the South Mayo Club well known in all quarters Hollymount Barrymoren. they are hosting the Festival of the Saucer next weekend there's going to be a, a large saucer there for all the people to come up and see and maybe have a little sit in maybe have a little walk around the saucer going on the sauce for the sauce weekend I wouldn't, it be, lo- wouldn't
0: it be lovely I suppose if Hollymount Barrymore were in the lucky position to have a player on the current Mayo senior panel who could be there at the festival to maybe enhance that a little bit more. Unfortunately not, I suppose ever since Darren Cohn was dropped from the panel in 2013, no longer do Hollymount Mount and have a presence in this Mayo panel.
2: No, it's very unfortunate, but
0: you know, it's not the only festival that's going on in Mayo this weekend. That's true.
2: Us
5: here, we're mad to support Mayo business, as long as it pays good, of course, and we've decided to have a boycott of the Rose of because it's shite. Instead of that, we're going to Promote the Queen of the Mask Festival down in Ballenrobe. Here, here. Bannelrobe. Wow. So please, the festival organisers, could ye pay us cash for that endorsement.
0: Thank you. So if there's any Mayo inbreds out there, male or female, if you're looking for a fellow inbred to call your own, be sure. To make your way bang rope this weekend
2: it's not quite Halloween now but you know you get down there there's a fabulous weekend in if I've been down there a couple of years myself you get a mask you get to throw the mask on basically do whatever you want 24 hours back home then to wherever you're from again and you can really see the appeal there how something like that would be far 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 better than the Rose of Tralee or
0: anything else that Kerry have to offer Absolutely. And listen, guys, if that's not your cup of tea, you can always become a beekeeper in Westport. Well, folks, we've come to the end of the third replay edition of the May Back podcast. If you're driving up to the game at the minute, you're listening in. Be careful. And as always, please do stop at Mace, Supermax and Delhi in Balnalac. To play us out on this week's podcast we've got we're on the road to Croker. and in the words of Colamo Orurke
2: now we know Bill or Pax 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 bill or Pax
3: on the sideline, Roaring Lee, Keegan, Andy Moore, and Bala her dream. Kevin Keane, Freeman, Kenny doesn't let him in. North Mayo, Stout Mayo, East Mayo, West. <laughs> Green and Red, O'Hara's Bread, keeping Mayo, Plenty Fed, Nestor Cup, Northern Mugs, now we're gonna beat the duck. End of Kenny, Michael Ring, Beverly, Cooper, Flynn, Cutback, Slowpin. All for that match day on the road to Croker. We'll have James to guide us and the fans behind us. Mayo for Sam McGuire, With the fighters burning, we'll have Sam returning. Goldenborn Ballon Row End of Valley, Gary Moore, Columb Boyle, Ballandine, flowing like a carabine. Jelena Midwest, local station is the best. Western people may news. Everyone has their views. Quarter final, no dream. Now we have a winning team. David Clark, Stephen Hart, training under winter lights. Robbie Henley, late call. Alan Dillon on the ball. Blanket defense in a mess. Proper football had its best. On the road to Croker, we'll have James to guide us and the fans. to Flair, Foxford, Rivermoyne, Newport, Westbrook, Ballycroy, Max, Dave, Finner, T, David Brady on TV, O'Connor, feet of God, Roger should be in the squad. Duncan, if Jerk, half Keith, Higgins at the back, Moran, Feeney, Carolyn, and Daugherty. Kevin Mack, number 10, we'll never see his likes again. Airline is flying there, flying in from everywhere. On the road to Croker we'll have james to guide us and the fans behind us May for sam mcguire with the Friday burning we'll have sam returning early summer salt hill ireland green starts again june 16ers coming up one step closer to the cup. london in the connock final exile football in revival Donegal, golly and wait we bat them out the game, then Tyrone in the semi. They gave us little worry. One more game. We're not done, no Ireland final. Here we come. On the road to Croker, we have changed. James- Knock, shrine, call to God, direct line. Lucky 13, it's the years. These boys have no fear. Sam McGuire on the run, we haven't won since 51. Joe Brawley, Pat's the land, Mayo's highest profile fan. 22nd is the day, but this time it's all the way. Dicket, scramble, final brain, the Oscars still remain. Three boys are at midfield, our crest for Sam will never yield. Conroy is about to score, listen to the Mayo roar. On the road to Croker! James to guide us and the fans behind us. Lay on for Sam McGuire. With the fog is burning, we of Sam returning. Lay on for Sam McGuire. With the fog is burning, we of Sam returning.